0: morning. Welcome to We Are Live. We're live from Midcoast Studio in Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Excited to see him uh, not rushing around Times Square. It's Marvis Morel. Good morning, Travis.
1: Uh, yes, I am back in the apartment today. Uh, I am no longer roaming the hot, sweltering, crowded streets of the heart of Manhattan. And I'm happy to be with you both. Today.
0: Being awfully nice, which means I'm guessing that meeting didn't go that great yesterday. Good morning, Chris Gardner. He's the stream queen and executive producer right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Hello, Chris.
2: That was funny.
0: I get, <laughs> I, I get, I get one in every once in a while. I don't long. know if
2: it's true, but it was funny at least. Yeah. The, it's all that really matters. It's though, fun right? to analyze motivations. Does it right or wrong doesn't matter as long as it's funny.
0: For those we know best, analyzing their motivations are probably the most fun you can have as an adult.
2: I will okay. say good morning Very true. to you, Mr. Denman.
0: Do the thing where you with the
2: sign. and. The... I will say good morning to you, Mr. Terrell. And I will say, Buddhist no, appropriation. Good morning to my walnuts. Wow. In a way mm, that a sociopath would. Mm. That sociopath, Jameis Winston. Oh.
0: No, oh, don't eat it. Oh, no. don't eat it. Oh. oh, Derek Dockett, make a new gift. Oh, no. That's, That's horrible. Close. So Gardner just put uh, three of his fingers into his mouth, just Remember? like his mm. buddy, Jameis.
2: Remember when he did that?
0: I do. Yeah. Was I, eating the W. I, mm. Well, good for him. Uh, on the show today, photojournalist, award-winning photojournalist, Robert Cohen. You know where he's from, Gardner? I do. The St. Louis Post Dispatch. Indeed. Thanks for playing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my stomach's churning because Gardner made sure to tell me of some horrific news uh, that just circulated right here in St. Louis, um, and I have to talk about it to exercise it. Are we okay jumping into that, Gardner? That's fine. Just got an That's email fine. from the Post Dispatch as well. My stomach literally churning. A man, 37 years old, his mother passed away, um, just found a mummified baby in his her freezer. Yes, it had been there quite a while, and now this is going around everywhere. And Gardner tells me 1.3 minutes before we go to air. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Now I must share my pain with you. So yeah, mom was keeping a mummified baby in a freezer. Not hyperbole, not making it up. This is now making the rounds. Welcome back to St. Louis, Trav.
2: Soon.
1: Um, so you know my first question. <laughs> I Clifton Heights. Clifton Heights.
2: Yes, she was. <laughs>
1: okay. you're welcome by the way for me not making this my great american race well that'll be tomorrow
2: well uh, and you know what it's smart by chris to take that away from yeah you. i take the by power using from it
0: you, i bring it out
2: within the show itself
1: yeah then that was a smart coming. play and that was a smart play i, I, I still knew don't, you, I don't know but, but i knew pair for my story Well, I don't think he's ready.
0: Well, tomorrow that will be a blast. But today we focus on my stomach literally churning. I love coffee with all my life, and I'm staring at my coffee, going, "I don't know if I can drink it. (laughs) It's so gross. It's so disturbing. I just there's obviously a mental something with this, and uh, I feel worse for the son finding it actually.
1: Well, that was my question. I'm curious uh, as to maybe not as bad as I feel for the daughter. Well, I'm curious as to whether the son or the family had uh, an, an awareness of their mother's behavior in the sense that maybe they thought that she could have been capable of something like this, maybe something in her past or before she passed away that would uh, maybe give off a, a sign or two that, that expressed that this woman was capable of doing something so monstrous.
2: Um, within the story... The guy mentions... It's my computer. Can you move it? No, I can't yet. So it's going to have to stick for a moment. Uh, But this is what happened. Sorry, Travis. Misophonia has kicked in. And... uh, Oh, it's all good. Chris has has lost the ability to operate. (laughs) Now he can. Um, So the question was about... The gentleman finding the baby. What was the question again? Yes, I guess
1: I was curious as to I, I didn't read the story, of course, but I'm curious. Uh, did she have a history of mental right. illness? Uh, why, 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 how did we? How I didn't. did the son not know, and and, I'm not, and when I say not know. I feel like if you have a bond or relationship with your parents, maybe when you go visit them and you were you know just noticing what's going on around the house. You can maybe pick up the stench of a body inside of a refrigerator. Right. So I'm curious as to the relationship between mother and son for her to be able to keep a mummified baby in a freezer without anyone
2: having a clue. From what I've read so far, and I haven't read all the stories out there, mm. um, he had mentioned that she was secretive about parts of her life. Mm. And so I don't know about mentally where she was or anything along those lines. (laughs) But he said that, you know, the gentleman, the son, I don't have the name in front of me. um, He's 37, so he said that's been there for, you know, at least 37 years. I thought it
0: was a wedding cake, top.
2: Yeah, that's what she had told him. He never had opened the box. Yeah, why would you? I guess she had dodged You know any questions about it in the past as well and he just kind of there there
1: had to have been like there had to have been a walk-up like you don't wake up one day and just decide to keep a mummified baby in a freezer there had to have been other incidents where the mother displayed behavior that would be considered abnormal
0: well from the story um adam smith finding out his mother wasn't who he thought she was she would disappear for months at a time and not typically contact anyone from the family. Again, you can check this out on STL Today. He said he's estranged from his father, but contacted him through social media to report what he'd found in the freezer. The dad said his mom was pregnant on their very first date, and that the next time he saw her, she was not, Adam Smith said. Hold on, man. Look.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's... Um, so it's looking like there, in the that's story... so many questions. So many questions. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, in the story. And and I no think we all way. do. I'm not
1: blaming the son. I don't no, not no. blame the... the son or any of the family members. I'm just, this is fascinating in the sense that, you know, for a woman to do something of this magnitude, at some point, I would imagine throughout their history of knowing their mother, that, you know, signs were shown. Well, and, and I would imagine, again, I'm sorry, I don't, it's, I don't know. I guess because my relationship with my parents are different and people can have a strange relationship with their parents. Happens all the time. I just, the idea that you would not ask questions when your parents go missing months on end would be baffling to me.
0: Well, have you met your dad I
1: I don't talk to my father every day, but I, I would imagine that if he didn't show up or I didn't hear about him for six weeks, someone would be drastically concerned.
2: Well, Well, it just became a pattern with someone, so they expected it. Correct. Yeah, I would think you can't blame it. You
0: know, you got to think you grow up in that. Like, they literally, in the story, it says... It becomes uh, normal. And again, go to STL today, read this story, show them some love. Um, But it says she would never answer questions about the box when they were kids. And it moved with her for 20 years. Um, And he found some cigarettes that she was hiding. Listen here, man. Y'all got to start
1: questioning your parents. This is. If anything, this tells us anything. Question your parents. Careful, that Tom
0: Joiner crew no, may what? not have just been for pleasure. <laughs> no. Maybe your dad's I a secret think, agent. You you wouldn't know.
1: I, I think he's handsome well, that's enough. That's a good point.
0: Right. Man,
1: you know what? That kind of wouldn't make sense. He
0: does like martinis, shaken not stirred. Good point. He does like rock songs that, that turned would into sense, jazz
2: songs. Part.
0: He sleeps with girls more attractive than I do. <laughs>
2: How funny would
1: it be if my dad used me as a cover for an undercover assignment when I went on the Tom Jordan morning cruise? Oh, what for if sure. I was just bait?
0: Yeah, you're a bumbling uh, radio show host, and uh, while you're out trying <laughs> to swing and miss with all the ladies, he's involved in international mystery. I don't see that there's any other way wow, that this could have that happened. that would be hilarious! And yeah. you know what? Technically, oh, and you're the writer. Yeah, this take it to the bank, Mister.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe I've been. Screw 007. Oh, my goodness. I've been the pawn this entire time. I've been the mm-hmm. idiot in a superhero movie. We call this I've one? I've been the guy not knowing that his own family are superheroes. And I think they're just lame because I think I'm cool.
0: Yeah, that's a problem. But you're perfect. For, you're a perfect Patsy. And we'll <laughs> sure. call the movie Double yeah. Bro Seven.
2: Is your reality that boring? Does that that's where we're heading towards yeah, now? <laughs> I
0: think so. Yeah. Travis is gonna start calling me off air Maybe and be like hey, boring. Tell me tell me more about what you think uh, my
2: family's like. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to yeah. picture this. Boring's not the right word. Yeah. It's it's no. do you wanna ride? get away from whatever your reality is and create a new one. Yeah.
0: Do, now Chris, Chris, do they ride around on jet skis when I'm asleep on the boat?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy, they do. Yeah. They sure do.
1: Did he punch a shark did in the nose? Start... Oh, but you sure would did. ask a question, like, even at this point in your life, if have you guys taken the time to ask questions that you may have had as kids to your parents now, now that you're adults?
0: Now, if this is my family, we had a farm, a bunch of Rottweilers, that baby's probably mm-hmm. going to be digested by a dog. Oh. That's a horrible thought, but my parents are going to... They're going to take the necessary precaution. How's that coffee? But think about it. Have
1: there been moments in the li- in your lives, Gardner or Chris, where your parents, there's a gap or there's a story that they never finished and you've always wondered why? Because, Chris, you do live on a farm. The likelihood of there being bodies buried higher than Gardner and I. So I'm curious, there isn't a story or a situation you remember growing up that has gaps to the story that makes you want to question your parents. Now, I will say this.
0: Don't feel like I was lied too much, but uh, without you know the typical parent stuff, just looking out for your kids. But I do remember this. This would come to mind, and this would be a funny scene in a movie. And I think maybe I've brought it up. Uh, I wish my dad would have lied about a horse uh, having to uh, be put down because oh boy. Uh, it wasn't buried deep enough. Mm. one one of the dogs came around the corner with a giant horse leg (laughs) and how great would that be had they had they lied like oh yeah uh black uh black stallions down at the vet you'll be fine and Mm. then the dog comes around the corner with half a horse leg like the Fairley brothers couldn't write that come on that's great Mm.
1: (laughs) jesus no, I don't Jeez.
0: feel like my parents have hidden any children in in freezers. We're I don't. Pretty. I'm trying to, like little things. You find out, like maybe you would find out something. Like ah, you know, I, I can't think of anything that's even remotely interesting. And my parents probably listen to this and be like, dumbass.
1: <laughs> 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 still, still, thank God for that. Gardner, CTV. I don't know Grandma Evans. I don't know her, oh, but God. I feel like Grandma Evans hasn't told you one hundred percent of all
2: her stories oh i'm sure not but right. she's pretty open if i uh if i pick she'll uh, okay. she'll tell me like she's told me a lot of stories look growing up was not easy for her um, right she had
0: you as a grandchild
2: well even before that oh sorry like it's my mistake you know they bounced around they were poor they <laughs> were irish oh Ooh! Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that story made me sick. Maybe poor kind of intimated they were Irish to begin got with it, as well. So um, <laughs> you hear some of her stories. Well, I mean, hell, she lived um, like she lived in she lived in Maplewood, lived in the city, and a lot of places in North St. Louis. Like she was around when when riots were happening in Fairground Park uh, when they were integrating the pool. And, like, burning crosses outside her house and stuff like that. Well, That was, like,
0: 400 years ago, right? Well, it
2: was... (laughs) (laughs) Why are are people still mad? So she's got... She's pretty open about stories. And, like, we don't know part of it. Look, Irish men back in the day had a habit of getting drunk and just skipping town and not being around. (laughs) But
1: you you know what? But that's true. And that was kind of the... Like, the previous generation, and we've talked about this before on the show, the great Mia Jackson even brought it up. But like, the previous generation was known to just have different lives in different cities. Like, yeah. they invented ghosting. Like, they would it? literally go, all right, well, uh, I'm going to go see my grandma. I'll catch you when I can. And we wouldn't see him for 20 years. And then you discover when you turn 30 that you got a little brother that's been living in Florida. Yeah. Two things. So it's like...
0: Every sitcom in the 80s, the dad would just show back up at a certain point. Even in the 90s, uh, you saw that. And then an entire genre of rock music in the 70s was based on dudes leaving town and banging <laughs> runaways. Uh, this, is, this is an entire, an entire genre of, of folk rock music that we still celebrate to this day. Like, don't think about it. It's like she was a freshman in high school. It's like what? But no. that's the
1: thing. Like I find it funny that older like adults, the people that are older than us, have the nerve to ask us to be authentic when their entire existence is full of shit. Well, you not people all literally of them. like and the only and, and here's why I say that, because the only reason and, and they're really mad at the internet because the internet has caught their misdeeds. <laughs> That's why they hate technology. Right. That's is that is...
2: why Josh Hawley's doing what he's doing.
0: The internet, exactly. And the internet <laughs> helping helping Bob Lazar, the famous uh, engineer, mm-hmm. helping him now hurts the misguided parents with multiple families. Yeah. Right. That's the only correlation to make on this show.
2: That's a tie. Ty- Somehow you got a Rogan type reference in okay. there. Okay. All right. Uh, No, my parents are pretty open about, I mean, look, I know where I was conceived. Okay. I asked questions. My dad answered questions. Mary Kay Motel, North County, one of two rooms, somewhere over there. Call four. I would like to know if Neil Diamond was playing in the background. Why? Because my parents love Neil Diamond. They Mm. love Neil Diamond. Big time. So I imagine that's their biggest turn on music.
0: Uh, I have a question, or I have a thought. There are two instances that I'm not afraid to share. There was a dog that I had when we lived in Cape Girardeau.
2: A lot of animal stories.
0: Yep. Dog that we had in Cape Girardeau. Seems to to be
2: a rural thing. To this day. Ben Fredrickson's the same way.
0: To this day, it's been uh, hypothesized that um, mom may have let him out of the car. She was in a hurry. He supposedly jumped out of the car in Cape Girardeau, had to go pick me up, couldn't find him when we went back. And then there was a bird dog later on that supposedly my dad didn't like that we all blamed him for just letting her run off. But reality is they both probably ran off. But those are the two things. They do it on purpose. Those are the things. Now, I don't think think they were. But if it came up.
2: Lie detector on JPD.
0: And uh, uh, LRD. LRD. Mm -hmm. Well, let's put a bow on this
1: and ask the question that's on our minds. Let's ask the real question that's on our minds. What is the probability that your parents have a body buried somewhere? That's zero. Are you certain? Are you 100% confident that JPD does not have a... Look, I'm not saying it wasn't justified. I'm not saying JPD probably wasn't in the right for burying the body. Sure. I'm just saying what is the probability you're saying zero percent Chris
0: yeah zero percent yeah I mean I think it's much higher that okay. uh, that your mother uh, possibly had somebody that wronged you maybe they stole the wheel off your bike maybe they ended up in the bottom of uh, an apartment basement and uh, my mother I think
1: my mother would be zero percent. I think my father is hovering between sixty and eighty.
0: Oh, oh, wow! You think there's some people buried on the grounds of uh, Memphis, <laughs>
1: the university? My my family grew up in the projects in St. Louis, and uh, let's just say uh, the technology that's afforded to the, the test didn't exist back then. So I think it would have been easier to have certain people disappear hmm. so that's why i'm going with the 60 to 80 percent i'm again i'm not saying that it wasn't justified uh some people got to disappear bro they be like that sometimes i don't know uh, uh, justifiable
2: what uh what but project he, i'm curious
1: uh, i think i've said too much gardner what about you
2: no i'm wondering if it uh, was it pruitt i go i'm just curious because oh, absolutely that's, Okay, well, I mean, no one really goes there. So that would be a good spot. Exactly. That's why I'm asking. Exactly. So it could be a yes. decent area. Until if they keep building north like they have now. Oh, boy. Then you could find yourself trouble with some DNA technology here.
0: You see your family out there picketing super hard about them de- not developing one area. So
2: maybe suggest to your dad gently. You don't even have to accuse him in any way. Hey, if something's happened and you've used those grounds maybe make a move you got to move the body maybe and you don't even have to say okay bye. just move whatever whatever's happened i won't ask questions but if something's there maybe take care of it now before it gets hairier
1: and maybe mother is too specific let's let's kind of mm. open this up a little bit because we all care near and dear about our mothers hold on i want to make this, this clear yeah. too
2: we're theorizing if our parents have killed people and buried the bodies <laughs> thank you that's, Thank you. That's Thank what we're you. doing here. Very
0: helpful. Yeah. In in
1: theory, yes. Okay. Because this story raises an important question. How well do we know our parents? How well do we know our family? So let's again, maybe mother's too specific. What's the probability of someone in your family having buried a body somewhere? Hmm. Someone in your family. You don't have to say who and what your relation is to them, but someone in your family. Yeah, see, now it gets interesting. Because now you know there is... Because everyone has that one family member that you know has done something. Man, you may have crossed that line.
2: Yeah, I could see it being the case. Okay. I don't know. Wouldn't be able to begin to guess the circumstances. But, look, I would think a lot of people would have that in them, though. You know, maybe they're pushed to a certain... Everyone is capable of murder.
0: I, I got some. That. I, I've I've had some relatives that would be like, uh, they'd be good in uh, a Cohen brother. They'd be good for a Cohen brother style murder, like an accidental, like yeah, swing. Like uh, like what's the what's um, damn it, he kills his wife in uh, in F- William H Macy, uh, like he didn't he, he, he didn't he didn't mean to kill. Her. He didn't. He just. He's an evil little turd, but he didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I have some relatives that, like, you know, they get they sw- they get a little angry and mean to hit something with a shovel, and then all of a sudden there's a somebody with a snapped neck.
2: And everyone's and then you panic.
0: Yeah, correct. Now there's some family land, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with French Village, Missouri. Maybe I need to go walk those grounds to uh, check that out. Family land. Mm-hmm. What about
2: old family land? We used to have ten acres up in Louisiana, Missouri. Oh, that's like a front yard. Um, call that land with a lake on it. Oh, okay. Now you're talking. So maybe if I think back to places like that, yeah, that that's would have been where they would have gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe not near the house or right. anything along those lines or even in, can I, city. can I
1: ask, can I ask one question though? Cause Chris, your family does own a ton of farmland. If like I needed to mm-hmm. hide something, mm-hmm um if i were to deposit a dollar amount into a denman checking account
0: well it'd be offshore uh, and it would, would be under uh, d incorporated but sorry go ahead
1: would it would it be a problem
0: i mean what are you talking you're gonna you're gonna keep a good attitude. I just gotta, you know if I i'm mean, trying to you, i gotta
1: store something are you quiet i, I mean store something i'll come for it later so oh, I just need sure. to no, no, You would cool. yeah, you sing like to, a bird. You, <laughs> I could not trust you. <laughs>
2: White like people <laughs> made me do it. It's a systematic racism, <laughs> like, privilege, I, blah blah blah. The money would be nice, but just knowing that you could end up, mm-hmm. oh my God, that would just, you wouldn't last an hour no, under questioning. No. He
0: would tweet it. Really? <laughs> he, <would tweet> <laughs> he would tweet it. He would tweet at STL County PD. Would, <laughs> I don't know if this is a city or a county thing, but I know a white guy with a body. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man that's i mean i that's... wouldn't
1: i wouldn't fold i wouldn't no i would only fold under money i wouldn't fold under duress oh okay now, if somebody yeah. offered me money i'm like hey travis i'm gonna give you x dollars to tell me where chris buried the bodies then i'd be like oh yeah bro ain't nothing i got you uh i'll walk you to the in fact i got a map but if it's a matter of like jail time no i ain't doing that uh, I, ain't,
2: I ain't gonna do
1: that to somebody i not <laughs> know I'm just I mean, picturing I'm you
2: part, getting questioned, and tr- you trying to figure out what your answers are. With, like when you when you try to figure out what you're about to say even on this show, when you start doing your head move, <laughs> they're asking right. you questions. You know what bot- the and you're just like, "Hey man, I ain't know." Hey,
0: Polly yeah. wants a cracker in the form of dollar bills.
2: And oh.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't crack that easily. I think I like, would. I wouldn't snitch. I'm not a snitch. But no, they'd would
0: they'd apply very light I'm talking sweetest massage pressure and you would you'd sing. It'd be over.
2: I wonder how long it would take me to crack. <laughs> depends on it what depends the on agenda the crime. was. It depends
0: yeah. on what the crime was.
1: Well I would but be it, sure it, to
0: I think you would stay imprisoned for a lifetime if you just felt it that you that you were annoyed by them asking you about it, uh-huh. but then I think you'd sing like a bird if it was something uh, serious. Like I think you'd get out quick if it was if it was a particular subject that you found to be deplorable or rough. But it, but you could all you have to do, and the person wouldn't even get in that much trouble as a proof of point in how stubborn you are. Yeah, I think well, you would sit will, there yeah, I am and you would <laughs> you would take up a cause and go on hunger strikes and the whole deal. Great T-shirts for,
2: for <laughs> now. <laughs> For not much. Hey, I got a logo idea. Yeah. I, got, I got a new movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that happening. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure uh, I would probably make, like, as soon as they asked me my name, hmm. I'd be asking for a lawyer right away, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I've been my waiting. Yeah. I got a dream team for this particular right. instance. I've been I've been waiting for this. You may have been waiting for me, but I've been waiting for this my entire life, and I am prepared. And uh, I'm only talking through my attorney. That's that. Or yes, he's gonna, like, if you're gonna question like, me, like, sir, he or she will be here with me.
0: Sir, we we literally just saw you drop a piece of gum in front of a. If you could just go pick it Did up. Did you? We. I mean, the camera shows. Well, it. Let's
2: see what my attorney has to say. Well,
0: you don't need an attorney. It's gonna cost you money if you would just. If you just pick up the gum, yeah, I'll, just, can, I'll just move along. We'll,
2: we'll call my we can get my attorney.
0: I don't even think that's applicable here. Here's the number. I, what's, what's,
2: you're not under arrest. No, that's okay. But yeah. you're not. I'm staying here until but, my attorney gets here. Well,
0: of course you can see. You don't even have to pick it up. I just thought it would be nice of you because the business I'm daughter, not leaving. Is that your screw? Nice. Well done, Gardner. Did
2: someone take it. <laughs>
0: Oh, you really stood your ground there, Gardner. Yeah, you're a man of principle. And
2: then I'm in jail for no reason. Right, There's I end like, up there for no reason. It's unlocked. He can leave. Yeah, he just won't go. They're paying for it here. Uh-huh. This is a free stay. It's like a hotel. I get it.
0: That makes sense.
1: Those interrogations, though, are pretty insane. It's been several documentaries. You saw, of course, of Making a Murderer. Like, man, it is. Gosh, I don't even know. This to sound like cop bashing, but the methods that are often used in those interrogation rooms just seem so unseemly. That's not
0: cop bashing. That's there's a. I mean, that was a fact. <laughs> like whether whether yeah. that's whether that's a way to get good information out of shitbags bags, or if you're bullying somebody into false information, it's a it's a thin line. I'm sure.
2: Well, yeah, it it always is. It's yeah. especially it, it gets illuminated in bigger cases. I think. Absolutely. And, and there's like, and I can see the police. Like, well, hell, being like, There's we even do this all the time. <laughs> there's even methods that are outlawed here that right. are legal in canada that get questioned i'm trying to remember what it's they call it like the big or something like that with how they go about that's a
0: movie with tom hanks
2: yeah the big oh the big my mistake because they use like someone undercover in a way that it becomes questionable about how they're going about doing to get a confession Mm -hmm. in a way um and you see there's false confessions all the time like in, in people don't understand it but you don't understand what Mentally, can be done to someone in a situation like that.
0: Biggest uh, like documentary right now about the Central Park. Uh, sorry, what's it called? Uh, what's the the documentary? Now they it? see us. Now yeah. they see us. Yeah, and uh, and I mean that was proven
2: literally. Yeah, they were I mean, coached that's, into a false. And that's not. Statement. I mean that is not the first time that's happened. No. Right. I mean that so those things do occur, but when you put someone down so mentally that all they're wanting to do is to get away. You're going to be able to get what you want information wise at a certain point if you do it properly. If you mentally fuck with someone that much.
0: True. Uh, speaking of mentally fucking with people, uh, do we have a clip of oh, I the thought you presidential candidates, Lewis? Nope, nope, sure counseling. wasn't. Nope, okay. That's a little rough sorry. on my end. Do we have uh, a clip? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Wow. sorry. <laughs> clip of the presidential candidates from yes. CNN. This is a mind F <sighs> in its own, Travis, and uh, it just keeps oh. on keeps on coming
2: i every time i see this now i like get visibly angry it's like opening day at the cardinals they're like and here's it's like monday night
0: football lineups lefty mcgrew is it really yes it's ridiculous i'm gonna see this i haven't seen
1: this i've heard about this video clip for a couple days now and i have not seen it so i'm excited
2: it's all over the place i see it at home i see it at the local water i have to like walk out and go smoke a cigarette when i see it because it like makes me angry now seeing it here you go travis
0: The CNN Democratic Presidential Debate. Sanders, Warren, Buttigieg, O'Rourke, Klobuchar, Hickenlooper, Looper, Ryan, Delaney, Williamson, Fuller, Biden, Harris, Booker, Yang,
2: Castro,
1: Gabbard, Uh Gillibrand, Inslee,
0: Bennett, de Blasio, 20 candidates, Uh two big nights. The CNN Democratic Presidential Debate. Live from Detroit. July 30th and 31st
1: at 8. Only on CNN. Oh, that's worse than I thought. Yeah. That- that's worse than I thought. That is that is so bad. It's a great parody. Yes. Like, it's so bad that it's, you don't even need to parody it. It's already did it to themselves.
0: I don't know if SNL did this already, but they don't have enough cast members to do this. So you have to. The way you do it is, you know what? That you have would be to, hilarious. You have to use the same person three times and then draw attention yes. that you're doing that. Like even like, Beck Bennett's dressed up as Tulsi Gabbard. Like something? Like I would you, just you gotta, use.
2: I would use one cast member for all. Kate of them McKinnon in that case. Yeah, exactly. Kate yeah. McKinnon
1: just be every single one. Yeah. Kate McKinnon or bring back Fredson just to play every single one.
2: Yeah. Because it's. That's, I mean, you think I think of Monday Night Football lineups, and I think of Kean Peele mocking the Monday Night Football lineups, and that it is ripe for a parody. But then you're like, "Well, how far have they taken it to what, that we can actually do something with it?" Because right. it is kind of ridiculous.
0: Tom Brown in the comments just made me laugh. That that promo is like a comedy show. <laughs> that it's like a promo for a comedy show at Blueberry Hill. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be 30 lot comics on a lineup there just on a Sunday afternoon. It is,
1: it's great. That's inside ballgame, but that's funny.
2: <laughs> that is
1: um, – look, and I think we have all understand this, no matter where you sit politically, but I think this is just another highlight of how culpable the media is when it comes to the way we view modern-day politics. And you're right, Gardner, the Monday Night Football-style presentation of it all. Just seems so trivial in comparison to where we are as a country, and what a what a very like like it's it's so the t- it's so incredibly tone deaf that you can't even laugh at it. Like you want like you laugh at it because it's so stupid, but at the same tone you're like, wow, this is this is bad. This is really bad.
2: Yeah, it's well. I mean, look, they're gonna have a, a three person booth. Asking questions, right? Moderators. So that's a three-person booth. You can only imagine what this pre-debate show is going to be like. The graphics they're oh, going to God. have. You know what? They should, they should really. I will be disappointed if they don't reincorporate holograms into the debate somehow. Whether. What's
1: stopping them at this point? I'm with you, Gardner. What's stopping them at this point? Like because once you've once you've reached the ridiculous. Like, it's like, once you buy in to professional wrestling, like, you just expect them to go all the way. Well, right. hell, if you're going to hit a guy with a chair, well, of course you should run him over with a car. So, I mean, if you're going to do that type of presentation, why the hell not bring back the hologram? In fact, why not just have holograms host the debates?
2: Why, nice. Yeah, we you nice.
0: could. Your ultimate hologram host? Well...
2: I wouldn't even go host. I would I, like like audience questions, but you know, it's not audience members. It's like an Abraham Lincoln, hmm. like
0: uh, an, AI, an AI, Abraham, Abraham
2: Lincoln. Lincoln hologram that's okay. asking, is the Republican party still? Oh, talking? I like that idea. So like you can even bring historical figures back to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be that dope.
1: Record. Can you imagine Margaret Thatcher just like showing up like, what's up, baby girl? Senator Warren was mm-hmm. good. Uh, I've been wanting to ask this question for a few decades, and like that, would, now that would be a nice little twist to the show.
0: Black Sheep uh, says that the debates will have uh, a kiss cam and hidden ball game this year. I look forward to
2: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Do they think they get... Mikhail
2: Gorbachev asking questions on walls.
0: Oh, nice. stuff like that. Yeah, 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 that'd be good. He's like, now, see, I was told this is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about what about somebody like, a you know, an oft-forgotten uh, president sitting in the back? Like, did they draw his ticket and he gets to move up to the front, right? Like, he gets to upgrade. Yeah. James B. South... Buchanan's yeah.
2: asking, like, about... Southwest Airlines sponsors it. LGBTQ rights. Right. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Geronimo. He's like, hey,
0: anybody recognize uh, native people yet? What's going on here? Hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Did you oh think right. of
2: that? I thought you were that gonna have I thought you were gonna take oh a boy. shot at Elizabeth Warren.
0: No, no, okay. but you made the correlation, so I think it's fair game and uh okay. so it is. <laughs> I do like this. <laughs> So, Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain getting yelled at by uh, John Adams for sitting in front of him. Like, hey,
2: hey, hey, come on. Wilt Chamberlain hologrammed to de Blasio. How many women have you slept with?
0: <laughs> Why do he talk like that?
2: I don't know. What did I do? <laughs> he was just angry. kind of a chef from South Park. there. Oh, really? Yes, I didn't even with. realize. Am I coding? I might be coding, Travis. Sorry. I'm not sure what you call that.
0: No, this is a, I think this is a, we, you know what? You want to up the production value? Get the House of Mouse involved. Get ESPN involved make it truly a spectacle let's have the kiss cam let's have let's have crowd reactions from
2: outside we'll interview people on the street <laughs> like the post game show they're going through answers and someone's like come on man <laughs> Dude, i totally think it's funny.
1: i think when i i think the thing that kind of sends like that really makes it more nerve wracking is that like when we remember the remember running man in the 80s like the preposterous game show where people's lives were on the lines and or idioc- idiocracy and how just preposterous everything was. And it was funny because you're just like, oh man, is, a lot of shit would have to happen for something that stupid to go crazy. And then you go, oh, you realize how close you are to that line. You realize how close you are to running man and idiocracy. Like it's kind of like that was such a bad promo. <laughs> like someone there, and here's the thing like, like there was an intern that saw it and was like, yeah y'all yeah. yeah, want me to hit send so you? yeah sure we'll do one more time. So let's do it one more time right,
2: so
0: cnn's budget again nasa calculating <laughs> what they owe the video editors for this one go ahead the cnn democratic presidential debate sanders warren Buttigieg, o'rourke klobuchar wait Buttigieg. this is the rough draft delaney williamson oh Bullitt. this is before this isn't the this actual plan no certainly or not Gareth. Yang, Castro, Gabbard, Gillibrand, the Inslee, the Bennett, Duplass, Twenty candidates, two big nights. This CNN Democratic Wait, presidential who? Debates. live from Detroit, oh, July 30th canvas. and 31st at eight only on CNN. Travis, did oh, they, do you think they chose? <laughs> do you think what? they chose Detroit <laughs> because of the historical? The historical WrestleMania at the Detroit Pontiac Silverdome?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to add to the aura, do you think that's why they did it? Maybe the most but famous they're... WrestleMania of all time, right? I'm Here's not even a wrestling thing. fan, I know that.
1: I think and I think the thing that makes this a little bit more preposterous is that like, someone had to come up with this concept and pitch it. It's not just developing, it's not like just a kid going to a lab and just like, hey, Bobby, uh, etch this up, we need a promo for the Democratic debates, whatever you got, send it our way, we're gonna put it on air. Like there is an executive in a, in a newsroom that says, all right, so hear me out. So we have all 20 candidates and then their faces pop up and like someone sat in a room or surrounded by their colleagues and pitched this idea. And there are, I would imagine, are a lot of experienced, educated people in that room. And no one said, Nah, like that's mm-hmm. the, the scary. There are a it, lot of smart instead, people, people who have years of, decades of newsroom experience, and television experience in that room. That went to the Harvards, the Northwesterns, the Syracuse, the Mizzou's. That sat in that room, heard that pitch, and said, "Cool."
0: <laughs> but instead, they make a copywriter now have uh, <laughs> have uh, what are, arthritis in their fingers. They've got the the typing problems now because of that. CNN, shame on you. Yep,
2: yeah, it's like, all right. Here's what I want. I want you to make a promo that scares the shit out of people when it comes on television. Whoa! And then at the end, it's bomb, 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 bomb. You're right. like, what the hell just happened? And we
0: need it to be as long as a Royal Rumble lineup. Like, yeah, that's it's, yeah. That's so perfect. It's now, all over the place. Is that
1: what is that what news networks just ultimately think of us? is you know what i'm saying like is that just... oh well, they you, think we these water idiots our long it's catering. pro wrestling anyway yeah. so let's give them a pro wrestling promo uh,
2: uh maybe and i'm not going to argue that but i think everyone's had a hand in that development of our brainwashing absolutely absolutely so absolutely
1: i think that bl- that blame would definitely go around so maybe we're just getting what we have asked for it maybe all started this with mountain presentation Doom. Yeah, maybe this is what, look, you guys wanted this kind of mess. Now you got to eat it. Mm -hmm. Chris, I I do have a story that I wanted to share with you very quickly because I think you are going to owe these people an apology because you have spent years maligning their name, their work, the things that they do to keep our country safe. And there was something they did yesterday. And I think you will owe these fine Folks, an apology. So let's deep tease it. I'll do a quick live read
0: for St. Louis Counseling <laughs> Services. That's right. St. Louis Counseling Online, you can see the website, all their capabilities for schools. Businesses, individuals cannot recommend them enough. I've personally recommended their services to several friends, several folks I know, and uh, they're very happy with the uh, response and the counseling they receive from St. Louis Counseling Services. Again, improving lives since 1955. Also, check out the podcast, Mental Health Matters with Tom Duff, where interviews different folks from all different walks of life and they break down the stigma that mental health has in our world today that St. Louis Counseling Services and Mental Health Matters. Travis,
1: continue. TSA finds missile launcher and man's bag at Baltimore Airport. I found a missile launcher. And I don't mean the missile launcher in his pants.
0: Oh, you know what? Fuck these people. Maybe that's what they
1: were looking for this entire time, Chris. But that's they've been fault. so aggressive. That's the what they've time. been searching for. And you are sitting up here worried about, oh, my penis, oh, my private. You owe the folks at TSA an apology because they were looking for a rocket launcher this They're entire time. They're <laughs> vindicated. It's not their fault that they confused you with the rocket launcher. So Frankly, the, you should have said thank you. I appreciate the
0: compliment. The two separate, maybe more at this point over-the-pants sexual assaults I received. Uh, I haven't even told you guys about the one in Phoenix. Uh, Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It's actually Mesa Airport. Um, So, no, this doesn't, one rocket launcher's taken out like, what, 30 people at most? I live with this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. The -the over-the-pants sexual assault I've received on many occasion, from the two-handed snag to the headlock it was put in, from the guy in Miami International the to the other guy. <laughs> and then the echoing laughter that I heard in the background from my stupid friend watching me be assaulted. No, rocket launcher, okay. I don't care if it's a nuclear warhead. That's only taken out part of the country. Listen, they are there to harass and to make your life hell. This does not exonerate them.
1: I, I think that they protect our borders. I don't know why you're for open borders, Chris. Uh, I think they protect a very important part of the American economy that is American aviation. So why do you hate the US, Chris? If you don't like it, leave. Listen, pal. How about you head, head, how about you head back to Germany, huh? Oh, how about no. you pack your bags? You and your family, why don't you go ahead, you and Chancellor Merkel, why don't you guys go hang out at your little Oktoberfest?
0: Yeah. Didn't you host an you October like it, Fest wow. last year? We
1: did. It was good, man. We yeah. we hosted it. That was a lot of fun. Travis is there, is
2: there any way... Oh, you must be from the Black Forest. Oh
1: boy, here we go. <laughs> where do you think where do you think this gentleman's from, boys and girls?
2: Um The
1: person caught with the missile launcher, <laughs> by the way. Wait,
0: do you know? Are we playing a game? Oh we know. Oh we know. Um wh- okay, where was the airport?
1: The airport's Baltimore.
0: Baltimore? Um, he's gonna be traveling. I'm just gonna go proximity. West Virginia is close enough. I was gonna say come Texas. On,
1: Chris. Come on, now it's an it's an Florida. insane story. Thank you. <laughs> what uh, are we how, doing how here? How dare we, we? Always start this answer with Florida. Yeah, we were time.
2: trying not to. Yeah, there. I
0: know it was too cliche, right? Yeah, but,
2: we were trying to come up with something it's, a little different. like this is how oh, it
0: goes. This is how it's Oxycontin being was falling
1: out of his pockets. But this is the ultimate, and this this reminded me of the Dave Chappelle bit where he says, "I didn't know I couldn't do that." Uh, The man whose name has not been released told authorities that he was an active member of the military and wanted to take the missile launcher home with him to Jacksonville. Uh, Oh, absolutely! Actually, I'm sorry. It's Texas, not Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you. I apologize. You guessed Texas.
2: Yes.
0: That is the ultimate exercising of right. Hey, come on, dude. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's, he's got like,
1: state of Florida. I got that one wrong.
0: He's got his favorite band stickers mm-hmm. on it. Like, he thinks it's just like a cool thing he gets
1: to carry around.
0: Hey, man, Troy got me that. It's sweet.
2: <laughs>
1: well, the question now becomes, how did he get it overseas? Because he had it in his bag, and he arrived in Baltimore.
0: Tell you how. He said, you're not going to say shit. Move. Very likely. Uh,
2: the it's a guitar. <laughs>
1: It kills. <laughs> the TSA said the weapon, which was inert, was quickly confiscated and turned over to the Maryland Fire Marshal for safety disposal. The man was then allowed to catch his flight. What? Hold on. What? Huh? Come off, Wait. What? Oh, no.
0: This is going to quickly turn into Travis oh, railing oh. against the United States treatment of people. Oh, no. Oh, no. I what color even, is it? Forget it. When, when's done. the first time you got pulled over at Mizzou for having braids? Come on. Man. <laughs> oh, no. man, I got,
1: oh, man. Did you just come realize on, you could
2: have used this tomorrow? And you're like, ah, damn it. Oh, I didn't know that. So, come on. How you, come we don't on, know man. who he is, though. We don't know if he's black or white <laughs> or another ethnicity. Remember when
1: Barry Switzer was caught with a firearm in his suitcase? Yeah. That guy got suspended, basically lost his job. You're telling me this guy's walking around with a grenade launcher <laughs> post 9-11? And he, oh,
2: How confident? your flight, sir. Percentage-wise, how confident are you that the person we're talking about is white?
1: I am ninety-eight percent confident. What's that two percent? Hispanic? <sighs> yeah.
2: It's Texas. Just <laughs> we ain't. We ain't bringing. It. I'm sorry,
1: man. And hey, we ain't. We ha- we ain't getting. We, how? I'm trying to understand how we're even getting into the country with a bullet in our book bag, let alone a grenade launcher. Mm. So no way in hell did a brother come from another country? A brother from a country with a grenade launcher? Come on, man. I'm just curious. Now, can I, can I ask a question? If you his back. name was Sergeant Habib Muhammad, would they have let him get back on his phone
2: no.
0: you going to make it Habib Muhammad? No.
1: I'm just saying. I'm you just are, a... Is it, if his you name are you hate stereotypes this...
2: and you are nothing but a stereotyper. <sighs>
1: If he was named was Leota, the if his name was Colonel Leotis Jackson, is he getting back on that flight? I don't know. I mean it could've now see his
0: Leotas ja- Wait, Jackson's his his missile leotis launcher.
2: Jackson and he was going to Jacksonville, is he a namesake of the founder of Jacksonville? Second very, question, very possible. just okay. Colonel
0: Leotis Jackson is his missile launcher a little more fancy? Hmm. I mean, is it a little shinier? Is it is it have like does it have like plum coloring down the side of it? Is there maybe slum? Is, coloring. There maybe, is there maybe some shine to it? Maybe some graphics? Plum maybe. Maybe there's an airbrushed memory. On
1: the side of is, this is PFC down. Steve Harvey being allowed to get back <laughs> on that plane? Oh.
2: Yes, with that mustache, he's a delight. That's true. Maybe not. That's unreal. Maybe not.
1: How do you come on? Like, I don't. So y'all do see why wow, that's crazy, right? Like, you, you don't get to get back on your flight. I get to talk to you for a couple hours. I get to ask, how in God's name did you get a rocket launcher on a commercial airline and fly to the United States of America? How do you just go about their day after they find a grenade? Like, that's not even... Like, first of all, it has to be overweight, like so, he had to probably pay, pay extra fees to bring it over. So so I'm like, somebody at some point, look, Chris, what was the security process we went through just to get a drone to the airport?
0: Oh, <laughs> he took half the Honduran army uh, inspecting it. Which, Thank you. They don't have much of an army, so they they really pulled resources. And mind resources you, I understand that.
1: that he's active, and and, he, and mind you, I understand this individual was active military, but they, they're still they still have to abide by certain. Regulations when they travel, so he had to have violated one of those
2: regulations,
1: right?
0: Have we all seen? Have we all seen? Yes, uh, I would assume. So.
2: Yes, look, I think bringing this thing is a violation, obviously.
0: Have we all seen but something? Yeah, something. You can send it back via military mail or something. There's a cargo plane you want to send it back on.
1: It's, you can't be shipping grenade launches anywhere. I hope that's not a thing.
2: But but here's here's what here's what was smart about this, is that. There's no middle ground really to have an argument with it. What he did was take it to such an extreme that now <laughs> it can, people will laugh about it and say, oh, you, this crazy guy tried to do this. He's made it a different story. If it was something less, like let's say a, like a couple handguns or something, like, then it's going to be, oh, what are you doing trying to like, and, and then people, that's good point. people can grasp that idea. Like that's something. People can't grasp the idea of trying to bring this through, a missile that's launcher a through. No one's Oh, you like, got a submarine he, missile. What, like, what oh, the Steve. hell? Right. So it's like, oh, this crazy guy. And so now it's become that story, and that's how people, some people, will address it. In that it's just, man, he is out there, man. This is.
1: how then here com- and but here comes the Gardner question in this because. He there must be a culture that exists where he felt comfortable bringing a grenade launcher overseas. So, this isn't something these are he fair thought questions, of, yeah,
2: Travis. You're being very a, reasonable. He, he, I don't it wasn't
1: know. like he was at the grocery store and was like, That is a nice grenade launcher, but I gotta travel back to Texas on Thursday. How am I going? It was he had to have known that, man. I remember that one time. Uh, Lieutenant Jackson, he got 14 missiles off that F-16 all the way back to Atlanta. So, I mean, shoot, what's a grenade launcher? So th- there, that means this wasn't the first instance where an active military member has tried to bring military equipment back home with them. Maybe. I have Well, guys- I mean,
2: to this extreme, I mean, I don't recall anyone being, oh, I didn't know I couldn't bring this tank with me. I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I wanted to use it in a parade. I'll be honest. The, the reason why I'm was freaking out So is I'm that, sorry.
1: Well, I'll be honest. The reason why I'm freaking out because we spent an entire year, a year ago, talking a lot of shit about a very powerful Marine. And if it's this easy for active military members, which this particular Marine is now, to bring that type of weaponry back over to the States mm. unaccosted, I wonder if we should as a show issue an apology to a particular ex governor. Because I don't you. I don't I don't I don't need that, but if you telling me he can get military equipment yeah. back to Missouri very easily, I would like to start right now by saying all the views that I expressed in regards to Eric Greitens were written by Chris Denman. Oh no. He is the head writer of this show. No. Uh, he he has been the one developing our content for the last four years. So uh, if you're going to be mad at anybody, Chris Dimmon lives in uh, South City, St. Louis, mm-hmm. in Tower Grove Park. So take your best shot, Mr. Greitens. Mm-hmm. That's scary, though. And the best part about it was, he it, yes, it's inert, but you don't bring home a grenade launcher just to put in your garage.
2: You're I going offer to no try apologies. to use it. I offer no apologies to Eric Gritens.
1: Okay. I'm just saying that's a lot of weaponry. I look forward to our reunion. He's a SEAL. Yes. And this guy must have been a SEAL because they're not revealing his information. They're not letting you know who he is. He has to be someone high up the chain because New York Times is not even releasing his name. (laughs) Think about that. You have to be a very important, very well-covered, protected individual with the United States government If you can keep your, if you can bring over a grenade launcher, not be accosted by international security, and then they don't even release your name when you're caught, and then you're still allowed to get on your plane, this person is very important.
0: I agree, and uh, I was just curious if you guys had seen uh, Spinal Tap. This could have been one of those situations. Like, are you sure you don't have something in the front of your jeans? I don't know what you mean. Uh, We'll take a break. We've got a, a very special guest coming in on the other side photojournalist for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Some of the pictures he's taken are extremely iconic, so iconic that uh, he's gotten some pretty big awards. You'll hear about
2: yeah, him and the and the Post.
0: And the Post. That, uh, that's right. So Robert Cohen will join us on the other side. So we are live. Big thanks to Tech Electronics for helping us outfit our studio. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.